A blockbuster trade of Devontae Adams going to the Green Bay Packers for two draft picks shook up the NFL world. It's been a wild, wild free agency period, and it's not done yet because Deshaun Watson is still trying to pick where he's going to land, and where he goes could very well set off a quarterback carousel that has a lot of shifts and movement happening all across the league. We'll talk about that on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with my friend and co-host, your boy Q. It's going to be a fun episode. Let's get into it. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On NFL Podcast. We are your host, Chris Carter and your boy Q, and it's the Friday edition. We know we always keep it live here. I'm Chris Carter. I host the Locked On Steelers Podcast. He's your boy Q. He hosts the Locked On Raiders Podcast. And Q, we had a wild, <laughs> wild way how we're setting this up. Now, normally this show comes out on like midnight going into Friday. Yeah. Because of how this situation played out, Q, we were trying to record a show <laughs> for Friday. Yes, we were. And and in the middle of us recording it was Devontae Adams happening. The Devontae Adams trade to the Raiders happens. And, like, it's perfect because you're the host of Locked On Raiders. But I just want to play the clip of the of what we were recording and how it kind of came out to us so our viewers understand what we went through in the moment and how we reacted to it. Is this becoming the new norm? Quarterback carousels changes all the time. It's, it's making me think of the NBA and free agency, which, by the way, is a lot of fun. I mean, it feels like it, you know, and really Tom Brady got this whole thing started when he left from New point. England and went to Tampa Bay as a free agent and he went and won them a Super Bowl. And I think other quarterbacks said, hey, I can do that, too. But I'll tell you, I'm, I'm very shocked by what we're seeing. I'm very shocked that Seattle let Russell Wilson out and, and go to Denver. Uh, they traded him. I never thought that that Aaron Rodgers was going to be out of Green Bay, and he didn't. But a lot of people did. Q. Uh, what? Packers trading Pro Bowl wide receiver Devontae Adams to your Las Vegas Raiders for two first-round picks. Shut up. Right now as we're recording. This Shut is why it's so dangerous up. to record. <laughs> Anything can happen. <laughs> Shut up. Wow. Well, all right. Well, I guess uh, that's, uh, <laughs> I guess we'll have to do this show later. <laughs> and so here we are doing this show later. <laughs> wow. I, that's the first. It's so funny because I was trying. It's so funny. I was trying to do. I was trying to talk about the quarterback carousel. And I'm looking at your face and I'm like, what is this knucklehead doing? You know what I mean? Like I was trying to actually concentrate. I'm trying to be cool. And then at the same time, when you announced what it was, I was like, no way. You know what I mean? Because Raider Nation's been talking about this for a long time. I even said that, you know, I think the Raiders should go out and make this move. But in all reality, once Aaron Rodgers, once he decided to return, I didn't think it was ever a possibility. And so when you right. said that and you gave me that news and, I mean, Doug, it just – it was nuts. But watching that back is, is great. That's fantastic. And It was – Man. <laughs> Wow. But I, I, and I was so excited. I just saw two prime picks. I just assumed two first rounders. <laughs> right, right. It was a first and a second. Well, yeah, who gets a – I mean, seriously, that's a great point, though. A first and a yeah. second for Devontae Adams? That's. I mean, that's a steal, and it's this year, so you're done mm -hmm. with it after this year's draft? Yeah, like that's the thing. You're only paying for it right now. Yeah, and this may be a time to pay for it because this is a draft in Las Vegas. That's that's kind of that's kind of uh, you know funny and ironic. But you'll take it for a receiver like that. Yeah, and the Raiders are in kind of a 
I don't know if a win now, but win very soon. It's, like, very, it's about as close to win hard. now as you can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got you got the quarterback. Uh, you've got the wide receiver. You've got defense that you feel good about with Max Crosby and Chandler Jones as bookend edge rushers. I mean, if, it, if it's not win now, I don't know what is. Josh McDaniels, I've been saying this for a long time. He didn't leave New England where they're winning, winning, winning and getting to multiple playoffs. Uh, you know, and I, I can't say Super Bowls now because they haven't got to the Super Bowl in a second, but they're getting to the playoffs. They got to the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. I mean, he didn't leave that to go to Las Vegas and rebuild. So, I mean, that's just kind of a that was a I think that was a big message that he sent to the NFL and not just him, but Dave Ziegler, the GM and Champ Kelly, the assistant GM. Hey, man, uh, you got to watch out for this team out west as well. I mean, everyone's talking about the AFC West and the Chiefs and the Broncos and Chargers, what they're doing. Hey, don't forget about us is what Dave Ziegler just said. So, yeah, man, that was that was a big stone swing. On, uh, on on Thursday, and that's why this show is delayed. Uh, normally, we'd have it up, like you mentioned, but it's well worth it after we were able to digest everything that happened on Thursday. And, and it's really interesting because, I mean, the Raiders, they made the playoffs last year, yep. and they were this close to taking down the Bengals. Yep. Like if, if, a, if there's one or two things swing their way, they be, they win that game, and it's a whole different – we're talking about a whole different team that's in the yep. Super Bowl this year. So it, it's, it's wild to me to think that the Raiders – go from a team that, and, and again that was a team I and I, I we talked about this a lot throughout last season I was extremely impressed by the way Derek Carr handled himself with you know them losing uh Damon Arnett and uh, Henry Ruggs because they're being idiots then you got John Gruden being an idiot and he's gone as well and so I, I just say like the Raiders should have fallen off but here they are be, coming off being a playoff team, and now you just gave them right. a guy that a lot of people call the best receiver in the NFL. Right? Maybe Cooper Cup, I think, has that title right now. But Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins, yeah, that is the that is the upper echelon. One, one A, one B. You know what I mean? Right. So right. you know we, we split hairs in that situation. And I'll say this, man: there's so many layers. Uh, you know, we talk about these kind of stories, how you can take the story and make it the 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 base of the of the tree, and then there's so many branches that can go off of it. I mean, think about this: you just mentioned to Derek Carr and uh, you, you've complimented his leadership so many times and a lot of people have complimented his leadership think about this Devontae Adams basically made the decision to take Derek Carr's leadership and go play with Derek Carr and his Aaron leadership Rogers. then Aaron Rodgers who's going to have a gold jacket when he wants one right that's wild and I know that the, the, the you know the reports have come out that Aaron Rodgers knew about this and he was right. totally fine with it I'm sorry. What? I, I I I get it. There's people who are sourced and they've talked to Aaron Rodgers and, right. and and that's the face that Aaron Rodgers wants to put on. But that's like the the meme with like the happy face that dude's wearing while he's crying behind right. it. Like yes. that, that's just I'm sorry. That just there's no way Aaron Rodgers thinks it now. The Packers could still make this work. I'm not saying they can't. Right. You know, Julio Jones is out there if you want to take that shot. Juju Smith-Schuster's out there. Yeah. You could sign a guy. You could still trade a guy. And those two first rounds, this is a heck of a year to draft wide receivers. So For like, sure. They could get a Chris Olave. Yep. Um, you know, they, they, they could Garrett Wilson. Get, you know, they could, Garrett Wilson. They could get both Ohio State <laughs> right. teams, And then all of a yeah. sudden, you're sitting there like, oh. Aaron Rodgers does have weapons. Um, so, like, they're not deprived. Like, the Packers will still be fine. Um, and the freeing up of this cap space allows them to do a few more things in free agency as well. So, um, like, this isn't me saying that they're toast or, or, or they're, they're in trouble or Aaron Rodgers is in trouble. But it is – I mean, this was a, a, a shook-up-the-world type of move uh, because – the the Raiders and like we just said, I mean the Chargers have been loading up. They got yeah. JC Jackson, they, yep. you know, they got Khalil Mack, you know, to add that into their group. And then the Broncos get Russell Wilson and you know the Chiefs, they they just still have Patrick Mahomes. The fact that they have Patrick Mahomes and right. Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, they're they're going to be a problem. Uh but Q it, does this where does this put the Raiders in the division in your mind? Well, I mean, I think it makes them players in the division for sure. You know, I I'll say this. 
Um, the Chiefs have been the the winners of the AFC West for years on top of years. They're the they're the you know the top of the top, the cream of the crop. They have been. I'll tell you right now, the way that the AFC West is shook up, I don't believe that they'll win the division next season. Uh, I don't know who's going to win it, but I just think that the AFC West is so so good now and all these teams are so good and you can look at quarterback play in Denver you can look at uh, just overall play in Kansas City you can look at what the Chargers have done and you can look what the Raiders are slowly putting together quietly putting together you know it's like everyone in the division has been making a lot of noise pounding their chest and the Raiders just been sitting in the back of the class keeping their mouths <laughs> closed you know just had their head down you ain't got to worry about the loud guy that's me you, you don't have to worry about me you know what's on my mind at all times and what i'm thinking because i'm going to say it out loud you got to worry about the quiet kid in the back of the class right well the raiders were the exactly. quiet kids in the back of the class and all of a sudden they struck the loudest i mean this division is going to be fun man i can't wait to talk about uh you know just throughout the course of the year how this thing is shaking up but man the afc west is loaded and i think that it's going to be a prime time game every single week when they're playing each other Real G's moving silence. Exactly. Hey, man, look, you get the reference. Mm-hmm. Simple. Yeah, I, 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 I get it. And, and, and like, like I've always told you, Q, there's not a there's not a G in nation, but there is a G in the region, which is why y'all the Raider region. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. That was that was the <laughs> worst analogy I've ever heard. <laughs> Man, I started off really great. Yeah, was, yeah, you that was terrible, man. You know what? You you just you man, go go to the dollar store, man, and go and return <laughs> go and return that dollar line that you just got because you got over they overcharged hey, you man, for that one, man. <laughs> you need to get ninety nine cents in return for that one dollar line that you just paid for. That was awful. Jeez. God, y'all already read y'all already. <laughs> Anyway, um, this move, of course, is going along with a lot of crazy things that continue to happen in the NFL. But the craziest thing is still where Deshaun Watson is going. So we're going to talk about that in just a second. But first, we're going to talk to you about BetOnline.net. It's that time of the year again with March Madness is upon us. Brackets are getting broken already. I picked Kentucky to win it all. Did you? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then your bracket bracket looks like my shirt. Red. (laughs) (laughs) It's gone. It's good. I, I can't do anything. But the place I can still make money on this, not that I should probably bet on the rest of the tournament, <laughs> but if I wanted to make money, I'd go to bet online because they have the latest odds, contests, and player props all throughout March Madness, as well as you can get the NBA, NHL, UFC, anything sports. You can bet on it right there because it's the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. And maybe I should have listened to some of that info before I picked Kentucky. Um, but uh, you and remember, when you go to Bet Online, you can get all the scores, podcasts, and news all season long. And it's not just basketball; you get all the sports available, and you can even play your favorite Vegas casino games on BetOnline.net. So head to their website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action at Bet Online, where the game starts. Back here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast, it's Chris Carter and your boy Q. We're rocking here on a Friday as I make bad jokes and uh, get my back my bracket busted in the first round. <laughs> I thought it was a two seed. I mean, like they're not gonna lose. Not the it's Kentucky. Come on! And I backed out of Baylor and Kansas as my other winners. Great job, Chris. Anyways, well, uh, yeah. Um, but anyways, let's talk about this Deshaun Watson situation. Yeah. And I know some people are like, "That's all we've heard all this week." Well. Listen, you're going to hear it again. Yeah, it's uh, the biggest It's the biggest story going on. I mean, we talked about Devontae Adams. That's huge. But Deshaun Watson and the waiting game that everyone's playing right now is huge. It just is. Now, Hugh, I got to get your thoughts on this because 
where he might go is a big question, but a guy that you often have on your show, a guy that you've talked a lot of a lot with over the years, John McClain, long esteemed Houston uh, football writer. Yep. Uh, he point he pointed out some very good points um, uh, uh, Friday morning, saying, "Hey, like, there's a few things lining up here that work out for Deshaun Watson going to Atlanta." He said, "You know, throughout the years." Deshaun's always spoken fondly of Atlanta. He said how much he's that, that city and the home state mean to him. He said he's had a lot of family there, a lot of friends there, a lot of fans there. And he said he his good friend and quarterback coach Quincy Avery's there. Yeah. He says he believes that it, that Watson even owns a home there and that it would be an ideal fit for him. Um, is this a done deal? Because I saw that the Carolina Panthers have been pushed out. Right. The Browns have been pushed out. So really it sounds like it's down to the Falcons and the Saints. Yeah. Is 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 the do you think this is the ideal place for him? Is going to Atlanta and that just being where he gets his new new start? I mean, I I, I can see it being the place. It just still kind of blows my mind, and I guess at some point I'm gonna get over it. But it's just it's just really weird that you know a week ago, matter of fact, a week ago today, we find out he's not getting criminal charges, and it's like the floodgates have opened to yep. you know where he's gonna go, and teams are playing the waiting game. Like Atlanta and New Orleans is comfortable with saying, "Hey, take your time and making your decision. We'll wait." I I just it kind of blows my mind. But, you know, getting back to the original question, Atlanta or New Orleans, I do feel like Atlanta's got to be the front runner. Uh, Actually, I was surprised that they were even in the mix, you know, and and I'll I'll say this and I'm not trying to bring up old stuff, but I'm surprised that the owner there, Arthur Blank, would even want to be a part of this situation, knowing what happened with Michael Vick back in the day, you know, and then you get Matt Ryan and he kind of cleans up all the mess that was left behind from that situation. And now possibly you're deciding to move on from Matt Ryan and trade him off and bring in Deshaun Watson, who, oh, by the way, has 22 civil suits that he still has to take care of. I didn't think it was an ideal situation for Arthur Blank, but if he's willing to take that head on, okay, cool for him. No problem. Go out there. And I don't know. They have to have a plan in place to figure out how to kind of re re clean up Deshaun Watson's image. But just on the field, I mean, I think it'd be a hell of a location for him. Again, it's his hometown. You know, being back in the ATL, he'd, I'm sure he'd love that. So, yeah, I mean, on the field, it's great. I just It just kind of blows my mind that everyone's almost catering to this dude, giving him all these different opportunities and waiting for him to, to make a decision instead of saying, hey, man, look, you're not really in the most ideal situation. Can you hurry right. this thing up? We've, we've got a rest of a team we got to put together. Because also, most likely, there is a suspension coming for this. No man. doubt. Like, 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 it could be ten games, it could be eight games, it could be six, six games. I don't know how NFL suspensions work. I mean, but neither I thought, does I the NFL. Like That's the thing. Neither do they. They're so they inconsistent. You know, I mean, I, I can, I could run out on the field as a fan and get suspended for like life and never be able to go to a game again. But then you could have some egregious thing happen in the league. And it's like, well, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll give him two games, two games. for that. Yeah, it's like, I mean, they're so inconsistent. You never know. It's like flipping a coin. But, I mean, you, you know, to your point, it, it, there's got to be a suspension coming at some point. So this move, whoever makes this move and whoever decides to, to bring in Watson, if he chooses New Orleans or he chooses Atlanta, I really feel like they're not making this move for this year. They're making this move for next year. Exactly. I, I, I agree. This is, this is this is part of the move. And we got to see because the Houston Texans also haven't backed off the notion of three first-round picks. Uh, but – this is this, this this could be wild if Deshaun Watson goes to the NFC NFC South. You know he's going up against Tom Brady and what might be Tom Brady's final year. Who knows when Tom Brady's final year? Right. We did a, we did a whole we did a whole series here on the Locked On Podcast. <laughs> that was, 
what does Brady mean to me? And what was the moment he got us? And now I'm not doing that. I don't care. Ross, if you're watching this, I ain't doing that again. No, <laughs> I, have, I have seen it too many times with the Steelers. You made me live through that again. I ain't doing no Tom Brady video next year if he retires again. Do it That's in that – I want you to do it in that voice, that Sesame Street voice that you just did, though. That was good. The snuffle up against <laughs> voice. The snuffle. Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> But, but oh, no, that's Ernie. My bad. But, <laughs> I don't know what voice but, that but, was. But that, no, but that's real. But uh, that's that, that's my. When I do voices, I'm I'm annoyed. That that that's, that's <laughs> I mean, uh, you 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 have gotten to me. You have you have made me you have made me un- uncomfortable and upset. Um, uh, but uh, but. But my point is, is that Deshaun Watson going there would shake things up. And, and you're right. This wouldn't just be a, a this year move. This would be for the future years because you're also considering. And Deshaun Watson, he, like you said, he ain't clean just because the right. criminal charges are gone. This just means, hey, he's not going to jail for it, but there's, he's not going to be out of the news for it. Right. Either. Exactly. Um, so, I, you know, I think there's a lot of different ways this could go. If he goes to Atlanta, though, what this kickstarts cue is going to be another quarterback carousel right. because Matt Ryan's there. And that means the Falcons, they're not going to keep Matt Ryan and Deshaun Watson, which means no. they're going to want to move him. And, you know, and- it's funny. You mentioned Atlanta as well as being, you know, are they the favorite? I do believe another reason they're favorite is because today it was supposed to be the day when yep. Matt Ryan had, uh, what, $7 million guaranteed on his contract? Something like that. And he yep. pushed it back till next week. So I feel like Atlanta really feels like they're close in this in this uh, deal. Yeah, I I think so as well. Um, you know they 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 know the things and the things they got to do to 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 move forward. But you have their situation. You have what happened in Baker Mayfield and, <laughs> and the Cleveland Browns and still going on, right? Uh, uh, you know, and then you have Seattle looking for a quarterback. The Saints now, if they're if, if they are out of the sweepstakes, you know they they got Jameis Winston. Where might he land? This could kickstart another quarterback carousel. There could be another team in play here that we're not even thinking about because who, wherever Matt Ryan goes could be in play. And then you still have the 49ers who are looking to get to unload Jimmy Garoppolo. Where could guys land? What could happen? We're going to talk about that in a minute here right on the Lockdown NFL podcast. But first, got to talk to you guys about Built Bar. It's that time of the year where people start giving up on their New Year's resolutions, but not you. You're going to stick to it. Why? Because you got Built Bar on your side. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and you're going to enjoy actually eating them, and they're going to be so good for you. If you haven't tried the new Puffs flavors, you're missing out because the Puffs flavors are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And just like regular built bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. But when you bite into them, they have several different flavors. There's cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, all of those available to you. If you want just a regular built bar because they're pretty good, you can go get them. They're still covered 100% real chocolate, but they're high in protein and low in calories. If you get the average built bar, it's 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compared to the average candy bar that has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs, there's an obvious choice of what's better for you. And there's so many flavors of built bars to choose from. There's double chocolate, coconut almond, uh, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, and mint brownie, and so many more. And there's new flavors getting released on their website, built.com, every single month. So go to built.com right now. See what flavor you want delivered right to your door. And when you go and place that order in, be sure to put the promo code in LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15. 15. You'll get 15% off that order of Built Bars when you visit Built.com. Back here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carr with your boy Q. Now, Q, uh, like we were just talking, this quarterback carousel that, 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 could, that could pop off as soon as 
the Falcons and the Texans do their trade. Now, one way that could kind of dampen it down is if they just give them Matt Ryan as part of this trade. You know, but I don't think the Texans want to do that. The Texans are in full rebuild, long term. We're not going to be good for a few years mode. Um, so I don't think t- the Texans taking Matt Ryan that, that's something that they that they that they want as part of this equation. Now maybe that's part of what Atlanta's saying. Hey, we got to unload this dude's contract. Right, we got to right. help us with that. So maybe they help find a suitor. But another place that could be losing their quarterback soon are the Cleveland Browns. Now I, I want to get your thoughts on this situation, Q, because that developed very that, uh, that escalated very quickly. yeah that situation's uh, done man that's a done deal like that there's no yeah. going back you know what i mean like you pass that line there's no going back that's a where's baker gonna be playing next year who knows but it won't be cleveland <laughs> it just it can't it just can't right yeah it's it just it, it can't it can't be cleveland anymore and uh and and part of this here's here's the question who actually burned the bridge here q because a lot of I, I, I as a as a Steelers writer and a mm-hmm. Steelers broadcaster and all the things that I do to cover that team, I of course keep closer tabs on the AFC North. So I watch how people react to things, and there's a real interesting split between Browns fans who still who who are on the team side saying, you know, hey Baker just needed to not do this if he didn't like the move, you know, complain internally, but don't you know write a pen a pen a two you know, uh, uh, two-picture-long letter that you post on Twitter with your middle name signed into it (laughs) and make this a whole thing. Um, But then there's other people that are saying they burned the bridge or the team burned the bridge because they went and they thought of talking to Deshaun Watson in the first place. But, you know, I've seen reports saying that, that, listen, they committed to to Baker Mayfield that the Browns are going to do whatever it took to be better this year. Who – is there a a, a side that's more in the wrong here, Q? Because to me – I look around. I was like, Baker, you ain't earned it yet, baby. Right. He was the first overall pick. And what, what Pro Bowl you been to? Right. What 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 what, what season did you light up? And then Browns was like, oh, he did great in 2020. Oh, did he? He had he had he had a, a, a few good games. He won a playoff game where a team had basically handed the win over because they kept just turning the ball over all game long. And then you lost to Chad Henney in the playoffs. And then you're supposed to back that up this year, and you didn't even get a winning record. And I know he's hurt and all that stuff, but I'm just like, I'm sorry that the Browns have every reason to say, if we can go get a top five quarterback in the NFL right now, we're going to do that to where we have a great offensive line and the best one, two running patch, uh, best one, two punch of running backs in the NFL, as well as miles Garrett, Denzel Ward and the players they have on defense. It just, to me, it just, it just seemed like Baker had a right to be upset, but he, he made this far worse than it could, than than it needed to be. I mean, that's the biggest key right there, man. I mean, you could be upset all you want, but it's how you handle it. You know, how do you handle Mm -hmm. adversity? And, you know, when you hear reports that uh, the Browns want someone that's an adult, you know, in the locker room instead of a little kid or, you know, whatever I'm paraphrasing there, but when you're all of a sudden basically saying, you know, you're hearing reports that people in the locker room think you're immature, that tells you all you need to know. And then you go Mm -hmm. out and do exactly what he did. Uh, Look, you you, you always know, what a man's character is like by the way he deals with adversity and adversity hit. Okay. Hey, they want, they want to upgrade a quarterback, or at least they're looking for an upgraded quarterback. All right, well, I'll go show them. I'll show, I'll, I'll get a chip on my shoulder and show them why I should be the guy instead of, right. you know, going out there and seeking out Adam Schefter to tell your side of the story or, or to go out there and pen some two page letter, like you mentioned. And I knew it was serious when he put his middle name. I didn't know his middle name was Reagan. I didn't know I until did, I, I saw that when he put his middle name, I was like, damn, that's like his mama called him in the house. Yeah, yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Baker Reagan, Mayfield, you get your ass in here. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's all I could think of. And that's when you know it's serious is when you hear the middle name. So I was like, oh, whoa. 
That's a wrap. That's a, that's a yeah, breakup. When I, when I hear when I heard my middle name as a kid, it's the same way. I was like, oh, oh yeah, man, that's a done deal. Yeah, when you hear their, that middle name, it's a wrap. So uh, yeah, he, his immaturity, man, is really showing. And you know, he's a guy that has you know he he comes from a, a lot of entitlement. Uh, you know, and just he just kind of is that guy. And uh, I always kind of I don't want to say I had his back, but I always felt like all right, maybe he's getting a raw deal here and there, just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But man, I mean, you didn't burn through Jarvis Landry. You didn't burn through Odell Beckham Odell Jr. Beckham. You didn't burn through this, that, and the other. And now you got Amari Cooper, and you're not even going to get a chance to throw him the rock. So uh, it's just at some point, man, you got to say, okay, it's his fault. It's his fault. At some point, you got to say, all right, look, it's no longer them. It's me. And so Baker Mayfield it, is the biggest issue. It's it's so funny to me because like all season long, like I was sitting there and saying like, listen, Odell has had his problems. He's had his days where he's been where he's been the problem child. He's been the guy that the spotlight's on for the wrong reasons, but. When he left Cleveland, he went he went to Los Angeles and he started catching passes and scoring touchdowns yeah. and stuff. And Browns fans were like, oh, yeah, whatever. I, I would post it throughout the playoffs. Like, man, that was a pretty impressive play by Odell Beckham Jr. It's like, uh, looks like he's pretty good right now. Maybe he's not this problem that he was being made out to be in Cleveland. Maybe he's not the reason that your passing game isn't working. And then, then they said, oh, he wouldn't do that in a, in a really important game. Then he shows up in the NFC Championship. I think he got like over 100 yards receiving. And then in the Super Bowl, he caught a touchdown before tearing his ACL right. and was a big reason that they were that they were good in that game. And they won the Super Bowl. So, and he's a Super Bowl champion. So, yep. I, I, I think over time it proved what you just said. Right. That and I was Baker wrong. Was always the I was wrong about that situation. I thought Odell, and I remember you telling me. So I'll give you credit for that. You said, "Hey, man, it ain't Odell. It's 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 uh it's Baker." And I was like, "Man, Odell's banged up. He's been injured. He's been inconsistent. The Giants got rid of him. Now Cleveland's about yeah. I think it's kind of I think it's on Odell, but." You're right. He went out there and balled out in uh, in L.A., won the Super Bowl, and unfortunately tore that ACL like you mentioned. But he showed that he's got plenty of dog left in him, man. He could play. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield, it's your turn to step up. And he's going to be part of this coach or this not coaching carousel, this quarterback carousel. So where does he land? Who knows? But eh, I don't know if I'm a team that even really wants him. Who wants him? And, and that's my next question to you, Q. Who would even take him after this? Because again, it's not like he's stellar right now. Right. The only way that you take, because the other thing is that he's guaranteed what, like eighteen million dollars or something like that, because this is his fifth year option yeah, year yeah. from the from the Browns. So, and then the other crazy part of this is, you know, Baker Mayfield goes to Adam Schefter or Tom Pelissero, whoever he went right. to, and says, right. "I, I'm, I'm asking for a trade." And then two minutes later, it came out from like Adam Schefter or someone who was just like. He the Browns have said no. Like, like it was just like, and they have to happen. they have so, to say that. That's good lip service. They're right. gonna move him. We know he's gonna get moved. That's good lip service to say that they're not going to. Right. If they come out and say, okay, cool, we grant him a trade, then all of a sudden the price goes down for him. So he'll land exactly. somewhere and we'll obviously talk about the, the quarterback carousel and all the quarterbacks that could be on the move. But man, uh I, I just I don't have a lot of faith in that dude right now. So I, I don't know. He'll probably be one of the last guys, in my opinion, that gets moved. And it's crazy because you you look you look around here and you see yeah whoever whoever gets Baker Mayfield it's like the kid who like lost out in the in the musical chairs right, right. Like, that that's that's my quarterback oh, right man like but that's what's gonna be but several teams could be in play here the Carolina Panthers were were on we're trying to get Sean Watson yeah. they're out who do they get you know Jameis Winston you know is is sitting there waiting around for the Saints to figure out what they want to do yeah you know where does where does he go the Seattle Seahawks they just need a quarterback they right. need somebody to replace Russell Wilson we'll see what what they go with um and then you still got the the, the San Francisco 49ers with Jimmy G they there's been they've been there's been rumors that they want to move Jimmy G who's right. going to take Jimmy G the Colts you know are in under situation where they, they they need it and a lot of people are saying hey Colts Niners that seems like a real that seems like a really good uh yeah. swap there for that quarterback situation um 
this is a wild year, and this is the second year now where we're going to have probably a quarterback carousel in the NFL. And it seems like it's becoming the norm, as I was saying, you know, on our right. show that we tried to record yesterday before <laughs> right. Devontae Adams. You know, I, I would like to see Matt Ryan maybe land in Indy. I think that'd be a uh, that'd be mm, a good spot. Be I, I like Indy. I like Indy as a location for a lot of these quarterbacks, and I'm really surprised that they don't have a quarterback yet. I'm surprised that they haven't got one yet because they have a lot already built in place. They have a run game. They have an offensive line. They have a defense. They have a mm-hmm. head coach that's got some uh, skins on the wall and got respect across the league. Why not uh, have a good quarterback go there? I think Matt Ryan would be perfect for Indy. I'll say this. You mentioned Baker Mayfield and possibly the Carolina Panthers. Matt Rule knows him from his time in the Big 12 uh, at Baylor. Mm. I I could see him trying to say, hey, you know what? One last-ditch effort. Because, look, this might be Matt Rule's last year. If he don't get it done in Carolina as much as I like him, don't mean that they're going to like him. He, he might be out after this year if he don't get it done. So he might have to go in there uh, and have his back against the wall and hope that he gets a Baker Mayfield that's got his back against the wall, and they're both trying to fight for something. Maybe they can find a way to get it done, but it's going to be a tough out no matter what. Now, here's one quarterback that's kind of out of the periphery because everyone's talking about Jameis. Everyone's talking about Baker. Everyone's talking about Deshaun and Matt Ryan and Jimmy G and all that. But a quarterback who's been working out, trying to get back into the league. And some people might say, oh, don't bring his name up. Don't (laughs) you dare say his name. But we're going to say it, Colin Kaepernick. Um, Now, Colin Kaepernick, of course, he's been out of the league for, for, what, five years now? Yeah, he wasn't given a shot. He was the only 28-year-old quarterback who threw, I think, 200 passes in a season and didn't get a contract the next year. (laughs) The last time, the last season that he played, he threw 16 touchdowns and four interceptions, a four-to-one touchdown-to-interception ratio, and he didn't get a job back in the NFL. He, since him, he's financially he's fine he got endorsement deals he's he's worked it out he's going to basketball games he's showing his face and now he's working out with tyler lockett and nfl players across the nfl and pete carroll supposedly is supporting you know colin kaepernick getting back into the nfl is this but this is this even a reality like you know it seems like the nfl is far enough away from the you know the the anthem stuff that with that with that that sparked up things and made everyone mad for, for a little bit is this enough where the NFL is finally going to be like, all right, we we're gonna we're gonna let him back in the league because let's be real, that was a blackball situation. <laughs> right. When anybody says right. they, they they and they may not have sent out the email that says do not draft Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> but they all called each other and was like, hey, don't, hey man, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. Do, don't do that because we don't like him right now. And I don't care what nobody says, that's definitely what what happened in that situation. But um, Q is the is is he someone that we should also keep an eye on for someone who could be added into this carousel because. You know, he's what 32 33 however old he's still he is a young now. dude still young dude that, 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 that's still that's a great age for a quarterback you know that like, yeah you still have you know five good years of being an athlete um even if and especially for colin kaepernick who's spent the last five years not getting his butt kicked right um so uh you know so I, I, what do you think of where he should go if he if he'll get a shot and if he does where he could go you know, I, I mean, I think it's a super long shot. I really do. Uh, it's funny. My dad called me after one of those videos was floating around the Internet about him working out with Tyler Lockett. And he's like, hey, man, that dude's arm is still alive. And I said, yeah, no, it is. I mean, he can still sling it. Like you said, he hasn't been beat up for the last five years. So obviously he's fresh. Um, I think it's a very long shot that he gets an opportunity. If he right. does, I would say maybe it's in Seattle. Uh, again, I think I think it's a super slight chance. But I can see Seattle maybe even trying to bring him in for training camp and just seeing how it goes, like maybe make a little competition between him and Drew Locke. I can honestly see Seattle just saying, hey, we're going to be comfortable with going and trying to get a franchise quarterback next year. But let's yeah. let's see what Drew Locke and Colin Kaepernick could do in, in training camp and, and may the you know best man win the competition. And if that's capped, then maybe maybe they roll the dice with them and they get them a quarterback. And if not, then 
They say, all right, well, we gave him a shot. Who knows? I, it's just it's a, it's a tough situation uh, right now, but I would, I would be very shocked to hear his name and uh, associated with the team anytime soon. But at the same time, I know that, you know, he's still out there and teams are hungry for quarterbacks. So, so maybe they give him a chance, but I just I think that they we're really close to the door being all the way closed on him. I mean, it, it, to me, I thought the door was all the way closed. Right. I didn't know that he was working. I mean, I do remember at the time people because people were kept putting things in his mouth saying, "Oh, he asked for thirty million dollars or something." Like, <laughs> he didn't ask that, right. and then like it would come out that like he never asked for that. He never said he never demanded something like that. The one thing he, he says, "I'm not going to play for the AAF. I'm going to be. I'm going to play in the NFL where I deserve to play." And I think that like that that's fine. I think that, right. that, that that's, there's no problem with that. But when it comes to you know, to, to what's been said about him. There's been so much that's been floated that's untrue, that's been disproven by people that have been, that have talked to his camp. Uh, I think Howard Bryant's done a great job reporting on that situation and dispelling a lot of the, the incorrect rumors that have been used to slight Colin Kaepernick. So I, I'm interested to see if anything does happen. If it does, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a major news story. But, yeah. hey, it's a lot better major news story to get a guy who took a knee in protest for black people, black lives, and saving and, 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 you know, and to help improve our country than a guy who's being accused by 20 22 women of that part uh, sexually harassing them. that part exactly i'll take a hey, i take cap any day over the uh, other situation you know what i mean yeah. so i mean look i, I can go on and, on a whole rant a, a whole 30 minute rant about that situation comparing you know one situation to the other uh, i'm not going to do that to anybody but i'll say that right now man like the dude the dude didn't do anything that major. So, uh, you know, I, I think that if, if he's given an opportunity, great. If he's not, well, we kind of all saw that coming anyway. Exactly. And, and, and again, it's, it would just be what we've said it's been this whole time. Right. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm right with you there. But either way, watch for whenever the shoe <laughs> drops. Right. Because as soon as Deshaun Watson lands in Atlanta, and we're saying right here on the Locked on NFL podcast, he's landed in Atlanta. No doubt. True story. But when that happens, you're going to see a lot of moves. You're going to see teams in play. And uh, who knows? Maybe one of those teams is your team who says we don't have a quarterback right now. Um, and we need to figure we need to figure this out. You know, it's it's funny if the Steelers hadn't signed Mitch Trubisky, I would I'd be sitting there saying uh, maybe the Steelers need to be you know, on, on this right now. Uh, but by all indications, they they're feeling much better. Uh, about their about their quarterback situation because they've been solidifying the rest of the roster, right. um, and they're I think they're in the, they're they're like the Seahawks. They're planning on making that move next year. Right, I can um, see that. I can see it because I don't think Mitchell Trubisky uh, makes anyone feel comfortable. But again, like you said, I think that that's what they're in. They're in that Seattle type mode where hey, if we don't find somebody right now, that's cool. We'll go and almost take a year off and then make it make it you know make the comeback next year. And look, Mike Tomlin will still find him a way to win ten games because that's just what he does. <laughs> that's what he does. Man. <laughs> yeah, He's like, oh, we're just gonna play all defense right the ball with Najee Harris let's go right and, 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 and that's what we're doing we exactly throws the ball. exactly so, poor Mason Rudolph lost his job to Mr. Trubisky and lost his girl in the same week that Damn. was he's had a rough one um <laughs> uh, but uh but anyways it, it'll be an exciting time when the quarterback carousel picks up who knows maybe that's what we're talking about on next Friday's episode of the Lockdown NFL podcast but cute it's been a fun one, man. It always is when we do this show. Let people who can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Everything you can find is on Twitter, man. At your boy Q254. You can find my everyday location. I mean, it's like a GPS device. You can find me in traffic. At your boy Q254. Chris, what about you? 
You can find me, Chris Carter, on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can listen to the Locked On Steelers podcast, just like you listen to the Locked On Raiders podcast and the Locked On NFL podcast. Go to Odyssey, go to YouTube, go to Google Podcast, go to Apple, go to Spotify, all those different things. You can subscribe to our shows, get all of our daily content, and all the other people that contribute to the Locked On NFL podcast Monday through Thursday before we come in and we knock the knock out the week because we <laughs> have the best show each time. But boom, Chris Carter and your boy you have a great weekend. Stay tuned. It's gonna be a wild, it probably is gonna be a wild weekend <laughs> when it comes to yes. you know, more moves being made. We hope you're enjoying March Madness out there, and we'll be back with you next week.